This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the FAA needs to take swift action to get a properly trained workforce. Members of the military and civilian defense workers can now leave their masks at home if they're vaccinated and their supervisors are okay with it. And the Postal Service is having problems controlling who's using its name online. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Federal Aviation Administration says its employees will need cybersecurity, data analytics, and project management skills to handle all the new technology coming to the industry. But the Government Accountability Office says FAA's workforce planning initiatives so far have fallen short. FAA interviewed agency leaders and surveyed employees about the skills gaps they believe the agency will need in the future, but FAA does not know how many employees actually have those skills and where the gaps may exist. Nearly 35% of FAA's non-controller workforce is also eligible to retire in five years. The Office of Management and Budget's first cohort of federal employees who enrolled in its data science upskilling effort are now graduated. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. OMB accepted 61 federal employees from 20 agencies to pilot its federal data science program. The upskilling program gives agencies a chance to fill critical skill gaps faster than they'd be able to accomplish by onboarding new talent through the competitive hiring process. The agency launched the program last August, building on lessons learned from the Census Bureau's own agency-wide training program that began in December 2019. Accepted employees went through training starting last September and ending this January. Employees also completed a capstone project before graduating from the program. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Myth-busting federal acquisition has morphed into an IT vendor management office. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. The Office of Federal Procurement Policy kicked off its myth-busting campaign about a decade ago to help educate agencies and vendors alike. Now OFPP, along with GSA, NASA, and NIH, are building on that effort through a new government-wide IT vendor management office. The ITVMO released the new request of information asking industry for feedback on how best to promote communication and collaboration in procurement. In the RFI, the ITVMO asks about strategic issues like IT trends and tactical issues like contract terms and conditions. Responses to the RFI are due May 26th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Over the past 18 months, the FBI-led Procurement Collusion Strike Force has trained more than 8,000 federal, state, and local workers with the goal of doing more to prevent crimes like bid rigging, price fixing, and market allocation. Over the past six months alone, the strike force has trained more than 400 data scientists to identify red flags like a small number of vendors controlling a large market. The data scientists will rely on information from other agencies, including inspectors general. All federal employees have until January 2022 to repay outstanding debt from last year's payroll tax deferral. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Some retirees and seasonal workers got incorrect bills last month from the Agriculture Department's National Finance Center. The notices told retirees and seasonal workers to pay the remaining balance of their 2020 deferred payroll taxes by early May. But USDA says that date is incorrect. Impacted employees have more time to repay before penalties and interest will accrue. USDA says it'll send out new notices to impacted employees with the correct information. Nicole Legrisco, Federal News Network. Vandenberg Air Force Base is no more. It's now Vandenberg Space Force Base. 
The Central California installation has been home to space missions for decades and is one of the first to be turned over to the new military service. Vandenberg's host unit, the 30th Space Wing, is being renamed Space Launch Delta 30. Five other Air Force bases in Colorado, California, and Florida have already been turned over to the Space Force. The Pentagon says military members and civilian employees can do their jobs without masks as long as they're fully vaccinated. A new memo from Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks aims to bring the department in line with the latest CDC guidance, but gives local commanders some latitude to make exceptions. However, Hicks says commanders and supervisors should not ask employees whether they've been vaccinated and should not use that information to make decisions about telework. One of the Defense Department's top health experts says she's concerned about service members' appetite for getting the COVID vaccine. Here's Federal News Network Scott Massioni. The Pentagon's seeing significant resistance from military service members eligible to get the coronavirus vaccine. Defense Department Acting Assistant Secretary for Health Affairs Dr. Terry Adiram says the military is using every avenue possible to convince service members to get vaccinated. However, even those who were prioritized for the shot months ago are still hesitant. Adiram says DOD is not considering making the vaccine mandatory at this time. Since the shot is approved under emergency use authorization, it's not required for troops. There's overwhelming scientific evidence that the vaccine is safe for nearly all people. Scott Mazzioni, Federal News Network. The Air Force says it's starting to see drops in its suicide rates. In the past two years, the service saw suicide numbers top 100, an especially high number. Lieutenant General Brian Kelly, the Deputy Chief of Staff for Manpower, Personnel and Services, says early numbers show suicide rates for 2021 back down to rates before 2018. The Air Force is now offering training to families to detect signs of suicidal behavior. The military saw mental health issues increase among service members during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Veterans Affairs Department agrees to take a second look at certain Vietnam-era claims for Agent Orange benefits. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. Following a loss in court, VA will re-adjudicate denied claims by former sailors whose ships transported the herbicide and now have illnesses tied to exposure. So-called blue water cases cover those who served offshore but weren't exposed to Agent Orange as it was sprayed from aircraft over the Vietnam landmass. In November, a California court ruled in favor of Navy veteran plaintiffs seeking enforcement of a consent decree going back 29 years. I'm Tom Temin. And the Postal Service's Inspector General warns the agency is not doing enough to protect its online reputation. The IG is flagging multiple fraudulent websites and social media accounts offering USPS-branded goods or services without the agency's approval. The report also warned the agency's Corporate Information Security Office to crack down on employees using their work email to create third-party web accounts. The IG found nearly 3,500 compromised USPS email accounts on the dark web involved in known data breaches of retail, gaming, and dating sites. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. You can also subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. 